Hi, folks. Um, the episode will start shortly, but before we get into it, um, just wanted to pass on some sad news that that, that came to us in the past week. Um, and a lot of you may have already seen this. Um, there's an artist, sketch card artist, who's um, great work. He's, he's always done. He's always been a really good part of the community. Um, Adam Conklin um, recently passed away uh, from COVID. And um, so I just wanted to give him a shout out. Um, wherever he is, up there, drawing away, doing um, sketch cards from the heavens. Bless him. Um, lovely character, lovely guy. Uh, he was going to come on. We just never yeah, got the scheduling. That's story. right. Um, yeah. So, and we don't even have his intro to to bless you guys with, unfortunately. Um, he was he was on one of the upper deck, you know, the Q and A's that they do in the group. The he was. I mean, he was like an active yeah. member. Like he was. With Upper Deck, he was getting promoted on their site. His work was getting collected. Yes. Some of the biggest collectors of our hobbies were really loving his work and collecting yeah. his cards. I mean, he was he. I mean, he was here, and it was like everyone knew him immediately. Yeah. And his personality was very much like that too. Very yeah. kind, very sweet, and very much wanting to understand this world. and And he contributed so much to it yeah. in the short time that he was here. So. Yeah. Great. I'm so grateful to have had my experiences with him that we have yeah. had. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, there's a post on group that um, sums it up perfectly. Um, you know, acknowledges that Adam's a great person. He'll be missed greatly. Um, he'll live on for his artwork, which is all true. Um, there is a fundraiser, which is why I wanted to put this message at the top of the episode. Um, this is to help the uh, family and his daughters um, cover funeral expenses and, and the stuff they need. Um, by the time people hear this, the, the service would have would have would have would have been and gone. But I'm sure they'll still need um, all the help they can get. Um, so if you can, please, 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 I'll put this link in the tasting notes of the episode, so you will find it on our Facebook page. Um, I will put it on Twitter. Um, Instagram is a little bit trickier to put links on. Um, but I'll put a post up there and it will steer you to the right place. Um, please, if you can, throw in um, whatever you can spare uh, towards um, Adam's um, memorial um, and, and to help his family out since his loss. Um, but Adam, thank you. And um, yeah, um, on with the episode. Hi, this is Sophia Cox and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. everybody my name is ian taylor and you are listening to the marvel car collectors podcast into 2022 like a champion your weekly digest of hobby goodness brought to you by the marvel cards fan collective an awesome community of car collectors creators and pmg hunters but we won't talk about that you can find our true groups on facebook details of which are the end of this podcast so come check us out with me as always is my co-pilot in all things marvel cards there's a place that keeps on calling him. Down the road is where he'll always be. Every set they make, he makes a new friend. Can't say how long, but just turn around and he sold it again. It's knowing rad. Nice. <laughs> Clever. Nice shade. <laughs> Clever. That's good. That's good. The littlest hobo. The littlest hobo. You can't go wrong Unbelievable. with the hobo. You do know what I'm talking about, Nate. No, no idea. You've, no, you've never heard of the No, of course I don't. What is that? 
the littlest hobo. Oh my goodness, maybe maybe it's an age thing. Uh, the oh, littlest God. hobo. I'm gonna. This I'm sounds gonna, I'm gonna highly. It was a. It was oh. a. It was a kind of um. Uh, I'm not gonna say a sitcom. It was about dog. The, that wait. went on adventures. They called the dog the literal the littlest ho- hobo. The littlest hobo. Yes, because he went from place to place doing stuff. Hobo so, and get is what they yeah, called hobo. him. Yeah, yeah. So um, oh, I'm Patrick I'm just going to get rid of this. I'm just going to get rid of this advert. I mean, Patrick, hey, Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. No, he wasn't in it. Here we go. There's Lovely. a voice that keeps on calling me. Maybe there's some voice of Down the road. That's where I'll what the f is this? Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long. Just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. It's adorable. It's a dog running through a field. I mean, it's real. And he's carrying a gun. Why is the gun a rifle? Not a regular gun, but a giant rifle. Man, this is hardcore 70s. Seriously, I can't. That's what I mean. It must be just before your time because it was on TV in the UK in the early 80s, which is why I know it. I don't know if that title would have ever flown in America. (laughs) It's an American it's an American There's show. There's no way in hell that is an American show. I, 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 to you not, my friend. This is an American show. I, I, <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it to you. Oh, no. Hang on. Sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, right, I take okay. it back. I was wrong. Okay. okay. You should take it back okay. because I okay. wanted a full p- apology. You have a full apology. For being like, I was crazy. People. It was Canadian. Here we go. Because look. So, the Littlest Hobo is a Canadian television series, thanks Wikipedia, by the way, based upon a 1958 yeah, American film. Ah, it's based upon a 1958 American film of the same name. 1958. Yeah. 58. Okay. I just want you to hear that. 58. Can I, can I just say, so, so, so it, it, it ran first in the 60s, and then they made six series in the 70s from 79 to 85, and that's the one that you've just heard. So, yeah, so that's the late 70s one. All three productions revolved around an extremely intelligent stray German shepherd, the titular hobo, who wanders from town to town, helping people in need. So he's kind of like... Wait, 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 I want people to hear this. I'm looking at the poster, and the tagline on the poster says, until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. Yeah, basically, (laughs) that's it. That's what kind of what that even mean? What does that mean? <laughs> this is like what is this? The littlest hobo. The littlest hobo, hobo. is not. Wow, jeez. Is hobo Man, not politically some weird correct stuff anymore? going on? Referred to as Gulliver in a single episode, the dog is often referred to by name as hobo. By the name is given temporary human companions. Wow, it's brilliant. It's kind of like the equalizer of the dog world. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no because a made no sense and two, it's an ownerless dog. Ownerless dog. Wow, are, this is you are, weird. You are you are you are you are oddly offended by this. Reference. I'm oddly. It's it's very strange. Seriously, I, I you think need to get this on your syllabus for your for your students. Uh, no, of course. I mean this this is this is this is a masterpiece at work here. 
I, I kid you, it ran for six years. So it can't be that. I mean, no, it has to be good if it's around for six years. I loved it. I was, I was. You know, the Housewives reality TV show has been around for over a decade too. It was on between the ages of of six to um, uh, 12 for me. So it's, it's a big part of my formative. I mean, I I don't mean, I don't mean to crap all over childhood memory. I, I was just, I was highly offended that you thought I was the freak for not remembering a Canadian show. Did I anyway, say that aloud? Let, yeah. let, we're, let's, we're moving let's, on, people. Let's move on, people. From the littlest hobo. Like <laughs> the littlest hobo, we are going to move on. And we until tomorrow. We're going to be moving on. Until tomorrow. <laughs> until tomorrow. Let's talk about the intro. It's actually not a bad song. It so is It is a really catchy, catchy song. Catchy. So it sounds nice. We're, yeah. We'll go into other late 70s um, light entertainment programs next episode. So I want to talk about our intro artist before we get into the meat of today's episode. Yes. Which is, um, who is rather, uh, Sophia Cox. Um, and Sophia um, first sprang to my attention for her work on Masterpieces 2020. Kind of everyone went a bit nuts about her stuff, but Masterpieces, um, sorry, Marvel Premiere 2019, she was also on as well as the Marvel Annual from the previous year. Um, and she has told me that she's also working on the upcoming Spider-Man Metal Universe set. Wow, that's exciting. So I'm looking forward to seeing her stuff because Sophia does some pretty tight, tight, tight stuff. Um, as if you scroll down her Instagram, you'll see some of her Masterpieces 2020 work. And it's brilliant. I love the colours. Um, yeah, really nice. She does beautiful work. It. It's very much a, bit, uh, a cross between um, Owens and we were mentioning before uh, Elfie. Yes, yes, it's got, it's got a, uh, yeah, and that, that's a good homage to make, actually, um, and in no way. And they're beautiful. They're, yeah. they're, they have, what's nice about her style is that her faces are very much her own. Yeah. So, like the, the 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 size of the eyes, the face structure, mm-hmm. it's very indicative of her style. So you're you're going to be able to see a Sophia piece. I love that quite quickly okay. and recognize it, which cool. is always fun. Gambit looks great. She does Gambit Rogue. She did a bunch. Well, I mean, that's not Rogue. That's Emma Frost, I think. Yeah. Black Cat looks great in there. Black Cat looks great in there. I'm just trying to find some more of her. Here's a premiere. Oh, she did. Yeah, she did a bunch of stuff. Spider Gwen. Oh, look at that Spider Man. He's getting venomized. Yeah, that's a reference to the movie. That's very cool. That's um, a double panel premiere from 2019. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That looks really good. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like by the way, lot. folks, you can find this. You can find all this goodness at Sophia Cox Art. That's Sophia C O X A R T on Instagram. Um, we'll pop a link to that in the tasting notes. Um, uh, Sophia, I'm really looking forward to seeing some of your stuff from Spidey Metal Universe. So, do at some point when your schedule is open, come and talk to us on the episode. Tell us what you're all about. Oh, that'd be a blast! Um, yeah. I'm loving her stuff. She does some really good uh, comic cover panels as well. Actually, does great stuff. Yeah, it's Beautiful. really nice. Um, uh, yeah, black and white inking is is gorgeous. Look at that red Sonia. Very cool. Yeah, very very lots cool. Of, lots of Inktober stuff as well. Um, ladybug, uh, who's Ladybug? I, I, ladybugs. Um, I feel like I know who Ladybug is. I'm just having a look at the hashtags to see if it tells me what it is, but I have no idea what Ladybug is. But look at that. That's got to be vying for Squirrel Girl in terms of cuteness. She looks familiar. Yeah, it's very cool looking. Yeah, I've no idea. 
I've no idea. Oh, maybe Sophia will come on and tell us. Um, look at that, Kitty and Lockheed. It's good stuff. I love a bit of Lockheed when people. I think he's great. Cards. Um, it cracks me up a little bit because I've I've not read a massive amount of X Men, but the stuff of X Men I have read. I've always been being pleasantly um, pleasantly pleasant pleasanted by the appearance of Lockheed. Pleasantly pleasanted yeah, by the appearance of Lockheed. It, it's 2022. My, my powers are love speech, devolving year on year. Um, hey, we're still so, processing last year. So I'm still, proce- I'm still processing 1975. 1970, <laughs> sorry, 1979, clearly, because I'm talking about the Lissus Hobo. Um, she does good magic. That's, just, that's when it was cancelled. I mean, I yeah. don't mean to bring it up. But, yeah, well, yeah, let's, I not, understand. let's not go there. Um, that's where they took him out back. What happened? <laughs> Took him out back. Got ra- got rabies. <laughs> like, sorry, we got to put him down. Yeah. Had to shoot him. Old yellow all over again. Um, but anyway, um, Sophia, cool. your stuff's great. I love it. Uh, you do a mean so awesome. can. Um, and yeah, um, go check her out. Go get a commission. And maybe even see if you can get on her AP list for Spidey Motor Universe if it's not already full. Because I imagine awesome. people will also already have been reaching out to artists for that one. Oh, um, yeah, I'm sure. APs, so. Um, so this episode, my friend, we are going to revisit and replay um, the preview of 2022 that we had from our friend Travis at Upper Deck on last week's episode. Um, so this is our post-game. Post-game. And I will insert some NFL post-game music here that will get us sued. Mm, I'm excited. That, Let's you do will that. be excited. You've no idea what that sounds like because you don't watch NFL, but it'll be in there. No. It'll sound good. It'll sound is, like Are there family. dogs in uh, NFL? No, but there is such a thing as Puppy Bowl where people film loads of I've seen the Puppy Bowl. Yeah. I'm a fan yeah. of the Puppy Bowl. Yeah, huge fan. It happens ball. after, not the Thanksgiving parade, but what happens, the best in show and then Puppy Bowl usually happens after that from what i remember well the one i'm talking about is literally while the super bowl's on someone just live streams a load of puppies yes in a a mini kind of football field arena thing i've seen that just moving around and doing that stuff and there's a similar one with kittens it's once they start making trading cards for that it's over yep Yep. Like that's the big spec of 2022 yeah they used to do one with babies but it didn't last so long um Anyway, it's, so it's... let's <laughs> baby bowl. That sounds wrong on so many levels. Uh, you see people gambling on different babies. I'll take the baby in the red diaper. Red diaper yeah, baby, four hundred. Yeah, yeah. I'll take I'll take the yellow diaper. He's got some teeth. Um, so, hashtag baby bowl. Exploiting children. So, um, so Travis, um, uh, basically. I, I'm going to pick up on the word that he used repeatedly to describe their, their 2021, which was interesting. Um, I, I, I thought it was, <laughs> I'm going to use it again, interesting what he was saying about the the fact that they've been so impacted by supply chain problems. So yeah. just the raw materials coming down the pipe for them to actually make some of the products, which, yeah. you know, regardless of the actual printing facilities being shutting down, it's the knock-on effect of shutdowns elsewhere where they get the supplies to actually create the product. Yeah. Which a lot of people just, I guess, don't think about as much when they're kind of... I mean, paper, foiling. I mean, there's quite a bit of things that are limited resources right now because people are, you know, unfortunately passing away at those, passing away or 
not doing those jobs anymore or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But uh, some of it comes in from overseas, you know, and global shipping mm-hmm. supply chains. Are all yeah, so all those up, ships are still you know. stuck out there. Um, so, so yeah, so that stuff, I mean, you know, randomly, you know, we've noticed it here in terms of some of the stuff that's in the shops. Um, so, so you know, I get it. Um, but, you know, you can imagine some of those foils that they use, especially for the rainbow foiling and things like that, you know, I mean, I've no idea mm-hmm. what goes into it. It's more than just cardboard, that's for sure. I mean, some 100%. of those things would set off a metal detector when they go through the airport. <laughs> Has anyone actually tried that? Can someone actually take a marble sure metal car taking... through, through a metal detector at an airport and see if it sets it off? <laughs> and I'm talking and about you just the original like, one. So you not. have it all over you, and you just like slowly reveal the whole set to the person. It's like, and oh. you have anything else? Like, oh, wait, I forgot this Psylocke. Excuse me. Oh, it's like, sir, please go through the metal detector again. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a metal detector? Oh, I forgot this part of me. I'm sorry. Oh, so awkward. Oh, that'll never grade. Um, where have you had that, sir? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got quite a backup of product. Um, and I thought it was interesting. He said that they were also, you know, they've got that backup of product, but they're, but they're also trying to grow the business, which, you know, every business obviously tries to do. So, um so that must be incredibly frustrating for them. Um, so what could he tell us about? Well, Marvel Annual 2021 is definitely going to be January the 12th, which will be, when's this episode dropping? Hang on a sec. January the 12th. So that will be the day before this episode drops. Ew. If it holds. Um, but bizarrely enough, someone's also, someone's already managed to purchase some on eBay and did a did a box break i saw it there was another box on ebay recently yeah i saw it yesterday i was very tempted to grab it but but for the fact that i didn't um because i'm I'm paying for something else at the moment um but yeah and it looks looks all right it certainly looks better than um um 20 uh than 1920 in terms of the you know the centering yeah the year brackets yeah yeah it looks like they've sorted all that out so so yeah so so that that will be out there now as as we talk, um, but I thought the interesting thing for me was the um, was the uh, Spider Man Metal Universe definitely going to be delayed. Yeah, until at least Q2. that's a shame. So after annual, that might be it in terms of physical release until Spider Metal Universe. I'm assuming so. April May maybe. I'm assuming so. Hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully, a little more. So, you know, um, which is a shame. But, um, and then, of course, he gave us that little sneak preview, which was just for our eyes only. That was crazy. (laughs) That was crazy. (laughs) One of three that he did on the episode, I should say. So nice. That was Um, really cool. Yeah. That was really, really cool. And we really can't talk about those, unfortunately. Sorry, folks. Um, uh, annoying as it must have been for you to hear it um but uh, yeah <laughs> s- sorry not sorry on that one um because what we saw it, was, it was very much pertaining to us so just so yeah. everybody knows <laughs> yeah uh, what we saw was good Let, let's put it that way uh, very good very good um, in fact exceptionally good in the case of Fleer ultra yeah it looked Avengers. great man it looked really good um, yeah so but yeah um uh, the the interesting thing he was saying, you know, Spidey Metal, they're so far behind on it that I don't think it's even fully approved or even started production. So, yeah, that's pretty strange. So, that's pretty strange. Yeah. So, um, but he did mention that 
because it's the anniversary of Spider-Man, it's the, what, 60th anniversary? Hang on, where are we? Wow. 2022. Yeah, it'll be the 60th anniversary of Spidey this year. <laughs> so having that come out this year isn't a bad thing. Um, no. And then, of course, <sighs> Spidey Into the Verse. Agreed. Is coming. Which I'm excited about. You're very excited. You've seen that. I'm yeah? actually super excited about Spider-Verse. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I love that movie. It has to be one of my favorites. Um, it's... It's a very complicated narrative to to do something like that, and they pulled it off immensely. Beautiful art direction. I mean, they just I don't know. They killed that movie. Good I'm, stuff. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I mean, one thing, you know, he, he mentioned obviously they're they're keeping the to the art style of the um, of the movie. That's going to make for a really cool card just to see that effect. Mm, mm. And he was and plus it's about- Miles Morales's like first major picture in Spider Gwen too. So if they have those autographs, those are going to be really cool first-time autos. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because they were talking about voice actors being in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Which is great. Um, yeah. Is uh, Black Cat in that film? No, unfortunately. You haven't seen it yet? No. Oh, you're going to love it. It's no, great we've piece. talked about how far behind I am with um, with all sorts of animated Marvel, you know, decades. Oh, it's okay. It's no big deal. <laughs> I need to catch it, up. It was really good. It's a really good piece. Black Cat's not in it, unfortunately. Um, but hopefully, hopefully in this next film, we can see some pretty cool characters that you and I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, fortunately, from my, from my point of view, because I know that she's going to be in. Um, so that's the interesting thing about the Marvel annual, having you know, a few products being slipped out. One person's broken some boxes on eBay. So I know she's in the I set. Saw that. I know she's in the base set because um, I could buy the variant of the base set card now on eBay if I wanted to. Wow. I mean, I'll wait because, you know, I'll be able to get it for like 50 cents. <laughs> I'm not in that much of a rush. Yeah, at one point, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to pay $7 for it just to get an early bird on it. But um, but yeah, no, Agreed. it looks good. It looks good. Um, but yeah, so Into the Verse. Um, and I think he was talking about that until kind of early summer, um, 2022. Um, so um, at least two big Spidey sets for the 60th anniversary, which is good. And the reason why I said at least two, because I, you know, we asked him obviously about a No Way Home set. Now you've seen No Way Home now, haven't you? Yes. Good, good. So have I. Um, we are, when people hear this, it will be almost a month until it's come out. So do you think we can talk about it yet? More than enough. I think we can talk about it now. Yeah. We are going to talk about um, Spider-Man No Way Home. So if, if you haven't seen it, just fast forward a little bit until you yeah. hear one of us make this noise. Okay, good. And when people hear that noise, that'll be it. Okay, so. <laughs> that poor farm animal is in such pain. Yeah, it's, it's the noise I make when I haven't had enough fiber in my diet. Anyway, um, so the. Um... <laughs> Starting 22, as we mean to go on. Oh, God. I wish we'd been in earlier. <laughs> yes, oh, I also say that. That's no, no, no. We're moving on. We're moving on. As you should be to different food groups. Let's go. That definitely should. Oh, I've eaten so much this holidays, as you call them. Really? Yeah, oh, I've just been like, it's been like six meals a day around here. <laughs> if you count snacks and things like that, it's crazy. So when was your boxing day? It's the day after Christmas day. Okay. So what'd you get in your cracker then? Did uh, you guys do crackers? Uh, table crackers. Yes. 
um, uh, no, you know, real crackers. No, yeah, table crackers, the ones you pull and you get the little gift oh, and know. joke. Um, they were, um, they were little, um, cardboard cutout. You put them together, they're like Christmas tree decoration things that my daughter oh, all, cool. all grabbed for her things. Um, but, um, I am, um, oh, I'll tell you what I did get. I got a Lego, um, Avengers, um, Advent Canada. Oh, but that's I got it cool. like on Christmas Day. So, of course, I can't open it day by day. I'm just going to open it all in one go. I'm going to love it. But it's got... Isn't that the way around Advent calendars? That's the way to do it. You just get it on the day of Christmas. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, exactly. You can just do it all in one rather than... than Reminisce about the days Um, you... Yeah. Yeah, but I was looking at the box and um, there's a a Tony Stark, but instead of his, his, his like Iron Man thing, he's got a Christmas jumper. That's cute. And so they've Christmassified it a bit. I love it. And there's a, there's a Thanos in there as well, but I'm not sure if he's got Christmas outfit on as well. It's, does he have like the rain? Does he have like the Rudolph nose? I don't know. Like, I don't know. He's carrying a sack. So maybe it's Santa Thanos. Well, what? So, well, Thanos and Santa, you could anagram those. Are they like almost? No, you like, can't. How no, can you? An- no, Santa's no, a, no, there's a, no a, line there. you can draw between Santa Claus and Thanos. I'm sure, if given the time, I could I could create some sort of panels. I'll work on it for next year because I'll probably need that much. <laughs> Good, uh, perfect. There you yeah, go. I'll work on there, it. You have year. a year, okay, have to a make year. a very sound argument that Santa Claus, says, in some way, is like Thanos. Is like Thanos. We haven't talked about No Way Home at all. Anyway, so No Way Home. Um, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, and if they don't get, and this is where this is spoilers, folks. So I'm going to say it again. If they don't get signers in there that include Jesus. the two other Spideys, at least. They're going to have to, man. Yeah. I mean, they must be chasing them. I mean, they've both signed before, which is good. Yeah, they have. They've both they done both on have. card before as well, which is also good. True. Um, so, they, you know, so, they, they, so actually, we'll come on to the on-card thing in a minute, because there was a rather interesting conversation with Travis about on-card um, that I was re-listening to, and I got some good tidbits on that I want, to, want us to, to muse on. But anyway... Um, but I really want, I really want an auto from, um, uh, I can't even remember his name now, Afri Bellina. Um, I really want a Willem Dafoe. I'd love a Jamie Foxx if it was. Yeah, there. Jamie Foxx would be um, fun. I'd really love a Thomas Hayden Church, even though he's primarily voice cool. only. Um, and I'd, uh, because, simply because I, I really dig him in sideways. If nothing else, he's I, I great know. in sideways. Yeah. He's awesome in sideways. Um, Paul Giamatti, yeah, he's yeah, great. Yeah, um, and uh, I like Fox. Sandman. Sandman was probably yeah. my favorite addition to the villains in the movie. It's well, like I, I enjoyed his tidbits yeah. quite a bit. What I really like about it is that I, I felt he got quite short shrift in Spider-Man Three, in the Raimi one. Yeah, you so kind of got you kind of got a lot of the backstory that maybe that film didn't have time for because it had so many elements to it which is why it didn't really work. Um, I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, I think what's nice about Spider-Man No Way Home real quickly is that so much about, you know, it's interesting because the the difference between Batman and Spider-Man is strange in the sense that it's their villains, right? The villains in Spider-Man and Batman both have this nature to them where they fall into these situations in life that they can't really overcome and help and they become villains through those experiences and in some strange way you 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 sympathize with them and you empathize with them and you kind of feel like well yeah i mean look what happened there how are they able to avoid this you know freeze losing his wife 
uh, Doc Ock losing his wife. Like there's a lot of great parallels between those villains. And I think what No Way Home did really well is tap into those melodramas with the villains. And it wasn't so much about the hokey battles and all this other stuff. And there's a lot of great action in the film. But what ends up being is that these villains all have these loose threads Mm. in the multiverse. Mm. And what's really cool about No Way Home is that you see all those loose threads kind of tied up Mm. and and everyone's given a second life in a way. Yeah, That was probably one of the most interesting ways to bring back characters who, you know, who are not really satisfied in the zeitgeist right the their yeah. storylines never fully well they got came redemption of, of sorts yeah redemption of sorts yeah um, i don't know i thought great. it was a really interesting way of doing that yeah it's the one it's the one thing that people, people don't kind of forget is that stan lee was always really good at creating uh villains that, that had a human element to them yes human aspect had a story. To them. um yeah. so they weren't just um kind of two-dimensional in that way um so, so yeah, even, you know, for those, those very early books, I mean, you know, he knew what he was doing, uh, which is good. Anyway, I love it. So, um, um, there's your noise. So we'll stop talking about spoilers, but what he, he did say was that, um, with, um, Fleerwatch, uh, no way home is that they're quite a long way off from that set coming out because obviously they couldn't get any of the imagery beforehand. They couldn't approach the actors beforehand. I mean, literally till the movie came out Yeah, is, is the sense I got. Um, so they're only just kind of now starting to really get going on it. So probably end of the year at the earliest, but, but most likely early 2023, um, which is fine. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird, but, you know, in a sense, we all have to understand that if Marvel doesn't release images, no cards can be made. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So... And if they're not, allowed and, to and that's the actors. thing, like right, yeah, and right now the nature of Marvel movies is uh, they don't want spoilers, which makes total sense, yeah. and they don't want uh, things to be ruined for people who don't get to see the movie the opening night or even a couple of nights before hmm. when all of the news media links. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So um, hopefully now that um, well, hopefully we won't have sport it for anyone. But you did get the animal noise. So what can you do? I'm really excited. What can you do? That Unbound is going to be year two with Fred in because the artwork on that set is just tremendous. Mm-hmm. Original artwork every week, masterpieces, standard artwork, as far as I'm concerned. 100%. Um, and it means that that's highly likely that my girl will appear. Yes. I mean, she has to at this point, right? I mean, well, especially if Fred Ian's doing it for a yeah. second year. Well, year one, I, I I might have had a sneaky peek at the the, the list <laughs> that may have, may have sneaky peek of the list accidentally fallen under my eyeballs or the eyeballs of someone I know, and and I don't think she was on it um, for year one. But um, if there's going to be a year yeah. two, then yeah, she'll be in there. So um, and I'm sure she'll be as as you know they do that character justice. But you never know. One of your That's characters true. might make it in. I mean, my character might make it in. Um, might might be kind of crazy. Might do. Yeah. You know, because yeah. um, you've had Gambit, and I know you came on Gambit. Yeah, Gambit's there. Gambit Gambit's was there. there he did already. a great Gambit. Beautiful Gambit. Um, in fact, that was that was a that was an absolutely astonishing Gambit. It was really good. Yeah, it really was. It's so much vibe. Gorgeous. Beautiful um, colors. Beautiful render. It was a really nice piece. So yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it might coming. might be. It really might be. Oh, 
Yeah. I think, I think, you know, surfer is, uh, in the ether in the and, ether, uh, definitely possibly coming out sooner than later. So my, my fingers are crossed. I'm excited. If you really been looking forward to it. Have you been saving? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm totally screwed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got nothing. Oh, I man. got nothing. All right. You get back to Craigslist then. Uh, um, pretty much. Knee pads and all. <laughs> oh, 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 dear. Anyway, um, and you think I was bad people. It's um, your fault. It's your is fault. It me? Am I, am I very... Me. 100% you. You're a very impressionable 30... You. Always. Yeah. Um, I've absolutely no idea how old you are, by the way. I know. <laughs> I can't remember. 42. Now. 40. You're not 42. You're not in the 40s? No, I'm not 42. I'm 28. No, you're certainly not 28. I know you're in the 30s. Mother... <laughs> I'm 36. Hey, I knew you were somewhere in there. I knew you were somewhere, somewhere in there. You're in not the even, mix. you're not even middle aged yet. You're fine. Um, faster sneezes. Marvel what? faster sneezes. I hate that. <laughs> that was his code word. His choice, not mine. His choice. Not his choice. Mine. He actually suggested it. He actually suggested he was going to call it faster sneezes. Um, faster sneezes. We did try and pin him down on that, and he had a choice of, of, of uh, pina colada for yes and cucumbers for no, um, which was his code words. Um, and we might it says see a lot it. about Travis. It, it does actually. It does. Um, uh, he, 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 we might see it in 2022, but it'll be later in the year if we do. Um, he confirmed, and I was very careful to ask the word new artwork here. I said, have you seen any new artwork for the new Masterpieces set? And he said, yes. That's fascinating. So that's interesting. Um, but he can't tell us who it is, which is, I guess, understandable. Completely. Um, yep. So we, are, we, know, we know as much as you do on this, people. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is all I know about it. Yeah, I don't know anything. I've, I've, no, I've no idea. Whereas this time for 2020, we kind of, we'd seen the back of the sketch cards at least, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I think once sketch cards go out, once sketch know. cards go out, it's uh, better, yeah, all bets are off. Everyone will be rushing to get some sort of a mm. scoop or exclusive scoop. Ooh, quick, Sticky. let's be first. Let's get on Instagram first with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I definitely anyway. think it's going to be a. It will be be careful sharing those things. You guys can get artists in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can actually. I mean, when the artists do it, it's it's interesting when the artists do it, I often see other artists pulling them up and, and yeah, some artists uh, uh, understand to be a little bit concerned about that because they themselves don't want to get in trouble. Some artists on their own don't give a flying monkeys. Anyway. I like it. um, (laughs) As someone actually did see, someone went to a con recently. I can't remember who it was. Might have been Chris Mixer, Mixy Mix. Um, mm, Chris. And I think he went to a con and he saw artists selling blanks from sets that hadn't come out yet. <laughs> do, do you remember? Yeah. I, I saw the pictures. I think I, some of the stock was into the verse. I can't remember what the other one was. And I thought that that takes balls. <laughs> it takes a lot of balls. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm pretty sure that you're not allowed to do that with your contract. Anyway, I, I, who am I to judge? It was lovely to be able to see the card stock. Um, yeah, that's so, true. Um, so there is that. So uh, what else? Um, Premiere is coming, but I think there's just a slowdown on that with the rate of the artwork coming in from 
artists because of shipping maybe. stuff i'm sure yeah. printing stuff also for the base yeah so you know those cards are very complicated man between shadow boxes and the foiling and stuff like that mm-hmm. those are not easy cards to make i would They're imagine not, no the production on them will be will be high end they're partially packed by hand as we know um because that yeah. oversized sketch goes that's right that was kind of cool to see so that so the packaging is hand finished um if it's anything like previous premier sets the base card art will be digital he didn't confirm that but i can't imagine they'll vary that um and i believe the last time it was a couple of south american artists the names of which escaped me so apologies if you're listening uh gentlemen um but for, for 2019 it was it was all digital because i remember the question being asked about the original art and it's like, right well, it's just inside a computer so unless you're into buying nfts yeah then I'm sure the artists could do that, you know, yeah. the NFT side of things. Um, would you buy an NFT? Would you buy something that doesn't physically, tangibly exist in the real world? You know, it's funny. I had to give this like serious thought because I know that certain NFTs have been released already, like Spider-Man and uh, Iron Man and certain ones. And they're basically 3D models in particular poses that you could use in vr to set in your room and to put in particular places and i think um i I, and i was told by a friend particular things about nfts that made me understand them a little bit more so i don't think they're as idiotic as i once thought that they were um only because of what people i am assuming going to be doing in the future when with nfts um for me if there was a surfer one and it was under a hundred bucks, maybe under $50 because it's just throwing the money away at this point. Cause who knows what's going to happen. Um, 30 years down the line, when NFTs will actually be, you know, of some significance. Um, it, it would just depend. I'm sure if I was, I'm sure if they caught me on the right day, <laughs> like first NFT silver server, come get it. I would definitely have to, most likely be be FOMO'd into buying it and then never looking at it on my phone. <laughs> I don't know. Like for me, yeah, I need, I need, I need a physical, I need something physical. Here's the thing too, right? Our collectible world, our uh, footprint on the collectible world in terms of like uh, what we have in our homes and stuff is pretty small um, because cards are, you know, nice and compact. Right. So it's not like we're collecting, like, I remember when you had all the comic books, like that, all those long boxes and stuff, that's like, that's a lot of space. I've still you know? a chunk of them, but yeah, you still have a chunk. Mm-hmm. So like when it came, when it comes to cards, you know, uh, it's, it's pretty nice because they don't take a lot of space. So that's why I tend to enjoy those the most. And I think that's why a lot of people also are getting into cards now more than ever. Mm. Because ah, here's this collectible I can have and display, but I don't have to necessarily have like a second storage unit to store everything. I think that's partially, you know, part of it too. Mm. It's part of the trading card charm. It is. It is. is. Unless you have one of those, um, I mean, I guess I'm just trying to think, you know, storing an NFT, you know, can it be in more than one place at one time? Is it only one physical, is it only one digital copy of something? And therefore, could it in theory be on a USB, for example, within your Pelican case? Do you see what I mean? Or does it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. How, I mean, if you think about it, yeah, if, if you think about it, and then anything that's going to be digital collectibles can be stored on one hard drive and that's it. You know what I mean? You have your viewing monitor and, you know, you have a monitor with you and you have your your storage, you know? Is it, is it Star um, Wars or Star Trek have that thing where you can, it kind of, 
it's a little box or a pad. Yes, a hologram, a right? Hologram thing thing that yeah. that's yeah. what you want. Obi Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want. Open your pelican case, push it. Little server floating there, and just spinning around. And it's floating around. Now, this is the crazy thing to think about. That hologram that pops up, yeah. that's going to be so low res, right? Because it'll take so many generations of it being high res, yeah. where it will look something like out of Blade Runner 2049. You know what I mean? Where you have these holograms of people and all this stuff moving around. I mean, it's just, you know, things, things are going to change. Evolution is going to take place. Physical products are going to be difficult, more difficult to get. As we're seeing with the pandemic now, I mean, and look at all the releases. To make more yeah. difficult to make. You know, yeah. it's a lot of work and it's a lot of stress on the environment. And you know, I mean, making computer chips too are extremely disgusting. What we have to do to mine those and do to laborers and people. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of give and takes. There's always some switch off of some nature. But to answer your serious question, instead of me waxing on about about the stuff as I am, I would definitely say that. Uh, yeah, FOMO would kick in. I'd probably pick one up and then realize how stupid I feel and then never do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like buying an all digital uh, pack online, isn't it? Um, I can't do the digital packs, man. It's just not for me. I can't do it. You know, I get it. I, I like the idea of comp and keeping physical cards somewhere because I know that helps out a lot of people oh, and who buy a lot of cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah which I think is super important. I mean, um, and I, and I think it's great. Store them there. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of having to put them in the house yeah. or seconds. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a really nice service and I think that makes a lot of sense for people mm-hmm. who are buying in, but digital cards just have digital cards. I know people enjoy them. Um, this is not me uh, putting those down because I actually think they're great for people who just want to have a digital collection. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I like what I have physically. I, I like what I have. So I like what you have physically as well. Well, <laughs> you know, sorry. Let me move the monitor. My face is up here, Ian. Gosh, <laughs> super embarrassing. Um, which leads me nicely onto allure, allure, and the show. <laughs> your shiny allure. I just saw the shiny, um, the shiny so allure. I imagine the surfer does have a shiny allure. Anyway, um, so um, so he confirmed. That's why I collect them. <laughs> he confirmed a little bit. Hey, we know we know someone's done. I'm going to ask. This is such a this is such a childish question. I'm going to ask it anyway. We know at least one artist did surfer with ears. Has anyone? You ever- are like four. You know this is for kids. You know children listen to this podcast. I was going to ask if anyone had done the surfer with nipples. Okay, were you? Yes. Were you? Because you're turning red. Possibly and not. you only turn that color when you're hiding something. Um, well, actually, it's funny. On the back of... Remember um, Fantastic Four was during that Marvel superhero hour on television early yeah, in the yeah, morning? Yeah. yeah. So they came out with toys, and they had a Silver Surfer on the back there, and he does have, like, like, point, like nipples. <laughs> um on the back of the toy, like the picture of him is the back of the toy. And it's the same picture from Rin House, Marvel Universe. Oh, really? So I have the card. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So I noticed it was the same Marvel license like image. Um, but yeah, he does have nipples. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He has, he has, so it's not actual nipples. It What's looks that, like it? a nipple. I'm saying nipple a lot on this podcast, yeah, that's and that's always right. exciting. Which says the box. That? Oh, that's a Rittenhouse one. Okay. Oh, it does, yeah. doesn't it? Oh, he's got, it he's looks got like it. It's nipple. supposed to be like the 
the circle for the surfing thing and stuff. Yeah. So there's supposed to be no nips, but definitely looks like a nip. Well, it's a lovely card anyway. Surfer fact. Yeah. It's okay. a beautiful card, regardless of the nip. It's a very beautiful card. Um, it is very nippy. I'm place. so mad at you. Um, so, uh, Allure. Um, so it's confirmed that it's going to be an MCU focused set um and it's going to be shiny um and he used the example of marvel vibranium as a as a as a near example that's exciting um, by the way yeah um allure is is uh, an established brand in sports so it's it's this will be its first kind of marvel incarnation so i think they're aiming for um, um, i don't know if it's going to be quite as top end as black diamond but they're certainly approaching it with the same care he he yes he confirmed um and um so yeah, um, beyond that, it will have actor autos and possibly some new signers, which is great. Um, That's going to be great. That was a really big thing they revealed that I was like pretty taken back about. Um, I'm excited about that. I'm really, really excited mm, about that. I am as well. Um, I while we're talking about the signers, then let's go on because he because he gave us some interesting information about um, autos because you asked him about sticker and on card. Yeah, autos. Um, and I thought it was very interesting that 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 we know they can do on card because they did that bond set recently, which had beautiful on card autos. Um, and I think um, he was saying that that their will is there; they're wanting to push for on card. Um, but so many things like dictate that it might have to be. It's interesting he called them labels rather than stickers. That's their like internal vernacular for it. That was interesting, uh, which I thought was was cool. Um, but one of the interesting, uh, yeah, because I think timing of of when the actor signs, based on whether they have the images approved to actually print the card for the actors to sign. I think yeah. it's the biggest one. Um, so if you're looking at No Way Home, for example, if any of the card imagery has something in that wouldn't be released before the movie was out, but they've got the can't actor get on card in December 2021, then they can't have the actor sign the card because they haven't physically printed the card. They don't physically, they can't um, physically make it. Yeah. Um, and of course, you've got to go with the actor availability because what if they're off to other projects or what if their tenure with Marvel finishes for some reason? You know, or they like, could they be in another country filming yeah. a movie. Um, so, so you've got that, but I thought it was also very interesting that some of the actor contracts specify whether it's going to be on card or whether it's going to be sticker. And I didn't get that until Travis said something about, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of knew that. Yeah. Prefer it to be on card because they don't like the fact that their, yeah. their, their auto is on a sticker that could be put on anything that they Stickers can appear do. anywhere. Yeah, they might That's not how I would be. what it goes on. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, I just think it was great that we got a little bit more insight into actual, you know, as much as they're able to give us as to, as to the reasons why stickers exist or labels or whatever they're called. I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense. And I, you know, it was always my suspicion that the sticker thing was there because of a printing and B uh, specific actor contracts and Marvel contracts, Mm -hmm. but there should be some kind of synergy on Marvel's side because I feel like star Wars does this extremely well Mm. with cards um, with on-card autos and sticker autos with tops. I feel like there's a real um, understanding that high premium products have on card and then, you know, 
these products over here have mm. sticker. Um, so I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, the problem is, is I'm sure they want that to happen. I'm sure they, they want that synergy and that, that kind of thing to work out, but Marvel movies now, each movie I would say has been shrouded in secrecy. You know, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know how that's going to change. Like certain movies probably won't have that secrecy. Like for instance, like Moon Knight, right? I don't know if Moonlight has those particular secrets of like crossovers, like we saw on No Way Home. Uh, by the way, that would be really cool. Spoiler if Charlie Cox gets oh. a Daredevil auto. Oh. I think that would be really cool. And I already know um, that there's another MCU, uh, there's another Netflix actor in Hawkeye because it's been spoiled for me on the internet. Oh, I'm sorry. Who didn't know? So we can talk about it. So there's going to be a spoiler for Hawkeye, folks. So I know that Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin appears in Hawkeye because it's because I haven't managed to watch Hawkeye yet. And yeah, it was you know, straight away because, you know, it's trending and stuff like that. And even, even the actor himself goes on and posts about it. And I'm like, ah! Um, so I haven't seen it yet. So I don't know to what extent he's in there. But for me, that fills my heart with absolute joy because his portrayal of the Kingpin was possibly one of the most spot on. You couldn't cast it any better. Agreed. Oh my God, great actor, just completely nails it. Moments of almost any Marvel property I've ever seen. And I mean, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just amazing. The the um, the likeness, the yeah. the tone, everything, the it's pacing. Just, and he's so good. He's such a good actor. But he didn't sign for the defenders. Mm. Um, sorry, not defenders uh, for the, the Daredevil set at all. Um, oh damn! Notable by his absence. I don't know if he's necessarily someone who's very signy, signy whiny. Um, so, for for my money, if he if he appeared in a Hawkeye set, I'd be, I'd be a very happy man indeed. Obviously. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, Echo's in there. Echo's a really cool new character um, too. Yes, she's appearing in something, isn't she? Cool. Yeah, that'd Good. be cool. Just come see a lot of cool new characters, people doing different things. It's going to be really awesome. But the the one the one thing that stuck out for me from something Travis said is that the Marvel Studios product line is moving so quickly because of the challenges Upper Deck are having. They can't they can't keep up. You know (laughs) they've got the one. Yeah, he he spoke about it a year ago. One division set, Cap Captain and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki sets are kind of just hamstrung by these production issues that they've got so you know they wanted them out by now and then already you're on to what if and then already you're on to hawkeye and then what's the next thing coming up um is it ms marvel coming up next or she hulk she hulk is soon yeah um but it's like it's constant and and already you've got eternals shang chi you know in terms of the movies yeah um what what did he say shang chi is actually ahead of eternals in terms of their production on it as yeah. a card set. Um, so that's likely to be the, the card set that comes out before the Eternals. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we know Multiverse of Madness is coming because that was the end, very end. That's going to be crazy. Trailer of No Way Home. So that is going to be absolutely bonkers. And, you know, you can't obviously do that trailer until No Way Home has come out. I mean, you couldn't have shown that trailer until No Way Home came out. It doesn't make sense. You know? Yeah. So the fact that stories all feeding into one another, you can imagine this all feeds into what they are and aren't allowed to have in terms of imagery. Yeah, I know. You know, it's highly likely Upper Deck wouldn't have even been able to be being told officially who was in some of these films to even approach them for an autograph. 
I know. So, you know, you can imagine the, you know, the secrecy that I have to proceed with. The restrictions uh, that you've had on so, placed on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. Um, Pain. But going back to the um, art sets, there was, a, there was a couple of interesting ones. I love the fact that there is going to be an anime too. Uh, that's going to be great. We should say this too, that uh, WandaVision, Loki, um, all these kind of TV show things might follow the same, even maybe the movies might follow the same kind of release pattern as Black Widow or yeah. something similar. So there's something to recap that because I thought that was pretty fascinating. Yeah. And the interesting thing, he said that, yeah, because because of the production issues that they're, they're, they're trying to get new creative ways to release product to market. So the weekly yes. format is one of them. The interesting thing he said was that just because it's had a weekly format release doesn't mean there won't be a bigger set to come afterwards. Which is pretty interesting. Which I like. So there's the, there's kind of a, uh, if, if you like, the, S, the San Diego Comic-Con preview set that recently came out, um, which I've got actually downstairs. I'm, I haven't opened it yet. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm meant to do it with you, actually. We should do it as a live video. I'm down um, for that. Um, because I'm dying to open it, but I, I, want, I kind of want to do it together. Um, it was kind of their first physical way to, to release anything associated with those properties. Um, and um, which is why I think that San Diego Comic-Con set will be quite sought after actually. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all about, you know, these, these, I mean, you could do so much with WandaVision and Loki and, I mean, Paul oh, man, Bettany Loki would be great. Paul Bettany. An autograph uh, Gator Loki. Island. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's the relic one with a bit the relic. of relic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> with some um, scales. Yeah. I want that. I want that. I really want that. Um, I also <laughs> want that, you know, that helmet thing that um, Richard E. Grant was wearing? Yes. I, what they did with Buffy, um, Inkworks did this with Buffy, you know, the prop steaks they had? They did slices. Oh, yeah. They did slices of the steak <gasps> in the card. So it was kind of a, they kind of sliced it as if it was like a carrot or cucumber or something. So imagine if they did that with the horn part of the helmet. Oh, oh. that'd be cool. That would be really cool. I just, I just, I know it's a kind of a left field idea, but it's the kind of creative stuff you can do with some of that. Some of that. And then this kind of, and that's the, another thing we talked about Upper Deck with, really like good with um, there's the, the series called The Good, what is it called? Goodwinch? Good, um, oh, Goodwin Champions. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they, they're used to doing like cool, sick relics and, and pretty out of the box type of stuff. So I, I mean, it's not, it's not out of the question. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's all sorts of fun they can have with those and I'm, I'm really looking forward to them coming out. Um, so, um, but anyway, uh, so anime two, uh, won't be 2022. Um, it will be probably 2023. Um, and it will, the plan is to have a new artist with each volume of anime too. Yeah. Um, and I really like that idea. I mean, who, who knows who it will be, but if in, if it'll be one artist, but I can't wait, bring it on. Uh, oh, it's going to be a blast. Um, but Fleer Ultra Avengers will be before it. Um, and it will be at some point this year, hopefully. And we saw something from it. The week. Yeah, we did. Talk about, and it, we did. Gorgeous. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, original in Fleer Ultra line is always top, top end. And he did confirm that he couldn't say much about it apart from to say that the artists on it are top, top end artists. Top end. Top end, exciting. And we can confirm it's gonna be that's awesome. the case for at least one of them. So um, it's going to be crazy to see that. Yeah. 
that was that was that was yeah that was nuts i i feel blessed um sorry not sorry to anyone who is envious of that um and what else flair um there are plans to do a new set but not until at least 2023 yeah that's exciting i mean flair man flair was great so that'd be that'd be nice to see it come back yeah um oh and another little thing you know remember when i asked him about the relic cards in black widow about the numbering on them yes Um, i thought this was quite interesting but they've kind of got a standing rule that they don't number the relic cards which actually fits with what i've seen in 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 upper deck products they always have they always have letters so if you look at all the ones on EPAC for Doctor Strange, for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, for Thor Ragnarok, ah. the, the, the card number won't be a number. It'll be something something with some initials based on the actor huh. who's on it. So on Black Widow, I thought it was interesting that, that that actually was numbered, and yet there's a deliberate reason why they don't normally number them in case they can't produce the numbers that are missing. That's actually really interesting. Yeah. I, I thought that was, and that makes perfect sense to me. So what what's happened in the case of Black Widow, I don't know. I still actually think that um, the others will appear in a different Black Widow release at some point. I, I think so. I mean, I Upper Deck's so. pretty good about having I, that Because I looked happen. at them and I think it's seven through 12 that have appeared, so which would indicate that one through six will be in a different product. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. Anyway, that does make perfect sense. Um, I'm easily confused and it confused me. What can I tell you? <laughs> um, and what else? I mean, there's so much um, kind of in there, but the, the basic thing is, is that there's going to be a lot coming out if they can catch up with stuff. So some of this stuff that's, it was even 2021 that's falling into 2022 may even be the latter half of 2022. And I thought it was good that he acknowledged the fact that they won't pile things up. I know. It won't do that to collectors. I still think it's going to be challenging for people. I think it's going to be really challenging, but I, I am appreciative that they said that and they're not going to swarm the system with things. And I, yeah. and I think that was a really big, yeah, important kind of thing to be said. Yeah. Um, because it is, it is a giant worry, you know? Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's a challenge at the best. I remember in 2018, 2019, it got a bit bonkers, a bit much. Because yeah. even if you had a space out with the physical release, you'd have the EPAC release of a product getting close to the physical release of another one. So you still have that different, you know, it might, it might be, oh, yeah, well, we already released it. Yeah, but your EPAC release. <laughs> and people don't plan for the EPAC releases because they don't tell us when they're going to be. So, yep. uh, um, anyway, yeah. it is what it is. No, it. it is what it is. Um, and what about that story arc set? That's crazy, by the way. Just insane. As a different story arc each year. That's going to be a crazy set because the amount of like, I mean, some of these story arcs are going to give us various um, characters and, and yeah. like incidents and costumes that we've never seen before, which yeah. is just going to be insane but it's great having a having a set that's so focused i mean this is one thing he said you know their sets have often had to be quite broad and they can they they've had inserts before so for example on infinity war there was a there were some insert sets there which focused on the infinity gauntlet infinity war um comic book series but i think there were only still nine cards each um yeah. and in marvel 80 if they had those nine card panels and each one looked at death of gwen stacy or um, Civil War or House of M and things like that, but you know, uh-huh. I would, I would love, you know, if you did a set 
doesn't have to be a massive set, but a set that was just focused on House of M or just focused on the original. Oh, that would be crazy. Wars. Could you, you imagine? imagine? Yeah. No. The comic cuts potential. Oh. The achievement. It would be amazing. It would be, it would be, it would yeah. be really cool. It would be to so see cool. That. Um, and um, he did, he didn't say which one the first one was, but his clue was letters. I've given that some thought, and I think I know what it is. Tell me. AVX. Yeah, I was just Avengers about to say. versus X Men. Yeah, yes, um, I think you're right. I had a bit I think of you're absolutely right. I was re-listening to it to prep for this yeah. episode, and I was like, "Of course!" I couldn't think of it at the time because it was it was late in the evening, and I, yeah, I, we I were hearing so much information. It was um, kind of hard. <laughs> so it, it was good to be able to revisit it. Um, but yeah, so there's there's lots of exciting stuff coming. When it will come? Um, so just to recap, when it will come is. Uh, always going to be a movable feast, especially this year. So in Q- Q1, the only physical release that we're aware of that Travis could confirm was Marvel Angle 2021, which was delayed from 2021. That is going to be out to 12th of January. So by the time people hear this, it'll be out. Uh, Spider-Man Metal Universe will be quarter two, which is likely to be April or May. Um, yeah. Also, Spidey Into the Verse is likely to be a similar time you know early summer kind of vibe yeah uh beyond that masterpieces is slated for fall at least um if ultra avengers comes out because ultra avengers is one that they'll try and keep away from masterpieces i would imagine in terms of release schedule Um, i think so too and um yeah so if you know when those land uh there will be annual 2021 2022 which is likely to be in the autumn if they can get back to schedule on that. So you will potentially have two yeah, annual sales cool. dropping this year. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? Um, yeah. Lots of stuff. It's exciting. I love it. I mean, it's very exciting. It was, it was a hell of a, it was a hell of a show. It was we, a hell of a, <laughs> a guy just like, it was completely just crazy to, to hear all the stuff that's, Kind of in the pipeline. We are spoiled, no. We, I mean, we're living in a pretty. Good we time. are extremely <laughs> we spoiled. Are, we are, you know, there was some oh, yeah. thirsty, thirsty years for Marvel card collectors. Oh, we're ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, for sure. No, um, I mean, and it's, 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 yeah, yeah. It's. <laughs> I mean, we could be honest. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. All right, Travis. Thank you. I'm, I, I know you listen. Um, and those at Upper Deck who gave Travis the approval, notably Jason, the boss. Um, thank you for giving him the approval to at least show us something that would make our yes. jewels drop live on air. So we truly appreciate that. And, thank you. Uh, and mum is, as always, the word. Um, next week's going to be an exciting one for folks because uh, there is going to be more Upper Deck. Oh, in the house so we can tell people that now i love it so yeah i love so it you wait for ages for upper deck guests to come along and then you have two in one month <laughs> and that's how it goes <laughs> and that's how it goes much like their set releases so yeah it kind yep. of fits um all right thank you my but mike thank you my friend um let's wrap us up um as ever folks please let us know if you're enjoying our podcasts Rate, review, subscribe to the Marvel Car Collectors podcast wherever you get your podcasts and on social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. Find us at the MCC pod and you can email us at the MCC pod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash MCCP forward slash message. Cucumber away is going to be the hashtag of the day. 
Nice. <laughs> Cucumber away. I love it. And with that, enjoy collecting, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Band Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine marvel and enjoy collecting. Collecting.